Welcome to Precious Beloved and Something Else. In today's episode, we will be reminiscing on our sophomore year memories with our special guest stars. This week, we are very excited to have ECU's focused missionary team join us on Precious Beloved and Something Else. We'll get to hear firsthand about their favorite memories of this past year and their experience at Good Old Pirate Nation. So get settled in, grab a nice hot fudge sundae, and enjoy the podcast. Okay, welcome back to the best podcast in the game. Today, we have our year two ECU focus missionaries with us. Let's get a round of applause. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to the best missionaries in the game. First up, we have our first returning guest star with a different name, Emma Pellworm. And her husband, Joseph, who is shocked as crap right now. (laughs) (laughs) Then we got our team director, Lindsay Ann Hilton. Let's go. And John John from Alaska. Let's go. Cool. Also, RIP headphone users, just be very sensitive <laughs> to your ears. In this episode, there'll be a lot of screaming, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. Um, but before we start with our questions, do you guys just want to go around and talk about, um, you know, we just introduced you. So just go around and say, you know, what year you are on mission, how you got involved in focus. Um, and yeah, so where you went to school, stuff like that. Give our listeners a little bit into the lives of our uh, focus missionaries. Okay, uh, this is John John speaking. Uh, I'm John Bassler. I'm a first year missionary. Um, I went to school in Northern Arizona University. Uh, and they had focus there, and that's how I first heard about it. Um, originally born in Anchorage, Alaska, but you know, not that noteworthy. So, this is, um, <laughs> wait, do we say how we got involved in focus? Not how we got involved. Like, do you want more than that? That's no, this is, you want to do more than that? No, 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 no
from, but I'm from Dallas, Texas area. <laughs> um, and I spent my first two years as a missionary at the University of Southern Mississippi in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So this is my third and final year with Focus. Very nice. Super cool. Okay, first question. What have you learned from being on mission specifically at ECU? I wonder, hmm, did I send these questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll come to me on the spot. You kind of sent them really late. Though. <laughs> you also never Let's see what time it is. Alright, can you read the question actually? What's the question? <laughs> that was holding you back. <laughs> what have you learned from being on mission at ECU? You know, um, <laughs> how to learn how to do something. I learned from being on mission at ECU. Gosh. I came up with the answer <laughs> as I was saying that. So I think on a um, serious note, you know, how to handle mission in the pandemic. I've never been on mission in a pandemic, and we came in thinking that all the students would be on campus, and then two weeks later, poof, you all went away. And, um, you know, that obviously changed the dynamic of the campus, and not just navigating COVID, but also navigating, okay, how do I build relationships and just uh, in a climate that looks so different than the year before. Um, I would say also, in particular, something that was special about this campus, I thought, was just, Father Ian is just so energetic about every single thing he does. I don't think I've ever met a priest as energetic as Father Ian. And it's just super exciting and super fun to be a part of. Um, and so just getting to be a part of that and learning to work with that was something that I learned while I was here. Thank you. Sir, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a joke. I think for me, just looking back on my two years here, I think a big lesson I learned last year was just the importance of like good self-care um, and not just like, I don't know, I feel like our culture says self-care is just like indulging in a lot of things or like, oh, just like do a face mask and take a bath and everything will be better. And it's like, well, like, yes, that's good, but, like, also just the importance of, like, holy leisure and, like, making time for that in my schedule and making sure I'm, like, doing activities that I enjoy and are life-giving to me. Um, just, yes, and seeing how that just helps me function so much better as a person, um, just, like, in life. Um, so that was probably one of the biggest lessons I learned last year. And then I think this year at ECU, um, being married, I think one of the biggest things I learned was just how to prioritize my vocation and like what it took for me to do that and just what it looked like. Yeah, so just learning how to prioritize my vocation um, and putting that over other tasks um, and other things I had to do. Um, yeah, and just learning how to be married, honestly, was <laughs> the biggest thing I learned on mission this year, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't get over John right now. Okay. I'm just like, I'm just like, I can't even look at him. Okay. <laughs> I can't hide it because all you guys are looking at me and I start laughing because it's not <laughs> <laughs> I think, and actually, I think that I've continuously learned this every year of mission, um, but I do think it's in a specific way this year uh, at ECU. It's just humility, um, and I think that the Lord has to continuously teach me about humility, but I think, yeah, like what you were saying, Joseph, uh, we got here, and we kind of had this plan, and I know for me, being team director, like, I had this this whole plan, this, like, campus plan of, yeah, what we wanted by the end of the year, um, and how we were going to kind of try to get that to happen, and then two weeks in, most people went home, and fall outreach just kind of was chucked out the window, and 
mission just looked completely different here at ECU. Um, but I think even outside of how COVID affected mission uh, was just recognizing all the ways that I myself was not going to be the reason that people came to know Jesus in the sense that Jesus was only going to be the only reason. Um, yeah, and it wasn't going to be like, oh, if I say the right thing, then it'll just click for them, um, which I think is something that I have continuously had to remember because sometimes, you know, you just want to like, okay, if I say it in this way, these words, then they'll get it, you know, or then, uh, yeah, they will just like understand Jesus's love and his mercy. And uh, the Lord has continuously shown me that whenever people do actually come to understand, it's usually it if he's using me, it's, it's not anything that I'm actually like specifically trying to do. It's more just, uh, yeah, the Holy Spirit moving within me. If I try to plan out what I'm going to say and how it's going to affect someone, that never works. But if I just, <laughs> if I just pray and I just am available, um, that's usually when uh, the most fruit is born. So I think that, yeah, just continuously this year, I had to realized that I couldn't do it on my own. And uh, thankfully I had this wonderful team to help me with that. And uh, they never made me do it on my own, which was <laughs> really great. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think probably humility. To kind of go off that for me, as the, the first year, the, the newbie, uh, I probably had a lot of, yeah, expectations going in of what I thought going on a mission looked like as a missionary. Oh, you like walk around the campus and you just like talk about Jesus 24 seven and just like throw Jesus in people's face, like nonstop. Cause that's what missionaries do. Uh, when, and so when I clearly realized, Oh, there's like, you know, if you were interacting with students and all you talked about was Jesus and then said bye, students would be like, okay, this guy likes talking about Jesus, but he doesn't seem to want to get to know me. And so realizing, Oh, relationships are how people, um interact with the community how friends are formed and and you know you actually like have to care about the people that you're coming to serve it's not like uh i mean if that was the case then they could just like mail catechisms to everyone and say go read this Jesus. <laughs> but no it takes more than that so uh yeah for me as a first year learning a lot of how much um how much it takes to like encounter students where they're at so you could have opportunities to like yeah if the lord shows up in my actions i hope so but like yeah ultimately it's not me causing their transformation uh i just get to like participate it participate in it or be a witness to it or like continue the conversation christ is already having with this person um which was like really freeing and allows for so much fruit to be born in my own life my own life of faith so um, yeah, Dang. that has something to do with what you said. I forget. It eventually does. He does. He does so much more than just high-fiving students oh. around me and <laughs> hanging out at our local coffee shop. We air five now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for already getting, um, really deep with us. Um, so our next question just to preface for our listeners of the podcast, if you're not an ECU student or maybe you didn't even know the news, our whole ECU team right now will not be returning in August, unfortunately. So we will be getting an entirely new team um, in August. We know of two people. I don't remember their names off the top of my head, but they will be coming. And plus, I think maybe three other people are coming. So we're going to have a brand new bigger team. Um, we're going to miss this old team a lot. And we're very grateful um, for your time that you've spent on our campus. But my next question is, what would you like to see come from ECU's campus in the coming years? I think the football team could do a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Can't all lose the iron bowl. <laughs> Not every year. <laughs> Only Auburn can do that. Four year old to the top. Um goodness. So I guess something that I'd just really love to see, and this is something that I hear a lot, but it's not until I experience a community itself that is already doing this that 
I really can say, wow, like I see why this community or this group is producing this type of uh, fruit. And what I mean by that is vocations, right? So vocations to religious life, vocations obviously to marriage and uh, all the other in between. I can't remember all of them. But uh, basically, uh, I just think it would be really, really cool if every year graduating from the room, like there were at least a couple girls discerning religious life, some guys discerning seminary, um, and obviously like some holy marriage is being formed. And the reason for that is just because like it's obvious that in their time being at Newman that they've been formed in such a way as to be able to discern what God desires for them to do in their next step and they're ready to pursue that. And that's just really, really exciting. And I think, you know, in college, it's, there's a lot of emphasis put on, oh, what's your next career path? What's graduate school? What's this, what's that? But I think the Newman Center is um, placed in a really, really good place to help discern even a more important decision, which is the vocation. So basically I'd love to see lots of vocations coming out of the graduating seniors here, so. Wow, we love to see it. I love that. I think this question is hard because there's just like a never ending list in my head. Um, never says. <laughs> but I think like, I mean, we, we pray for rosary together and uh, I think like some, a lot of our prayers are for huge conversions. And, you know, like I want the entire campus to be Catholic and I want Bible studies in, in every Greek house and in every sport and in every club, you know, and um, I want everyone to be discipled. You know, it's just like the, uh, which I guess, I mean, seems kind of like the obvious, like basic answer, you know, it's like, oh, who doesn't want that? Um, so I think on like a smaller scale, maybe just like, I want people at Newman praying all the time. <laughs> I think that that would be like, huge and I think that um it's been cool to see this year more people like in the chapel um but I think that that would kind of be like a really big just indicator to me that like yeah saints are being formed that um people are falling in love with Jesus and yeah if there were just if Newman was a place of fellowship but even more so a place of prayer a place of worship um just like all the time that would be huge so that's awesome. i was thinking along similar lines of Lindsay just to see yeah just an explosion of like yeah people praying daily at the newman center and we have yeah like Lindsay said excuse me <clears throat> um like Lindsay said we have seen that um this year with like just an increase in students praying um, which has been awesome and has just borne so much fruit so yeah i think just the more people really yeah dive into a prayer life and like learning how to pray and um getting to know jesus through that way just the more fruit will continue to be born yeah well said <laughs> um i can't think of much else to add to that that sounds like what i want for students too <laughs> i would hope also like i don't that from the prayer uh, that there's fruit also for um like for their classmates and stuff. Because as much as like, yeah, it's amazing for students to, to come to encounter Christ. Um, but for that to just, to stop at, oh, I'm just gonna leave it to something that I do. And you know, oh, I, I don't need to, to bring this up with other people. They can go, they can go do what they want. Uh, I would hope that, yeah, prayer would bring fruit in such a way that it's something that they can invite those around them into it. Or just to have conversations about the faith. Um, so I think when, when both of those things exist, um, uh, there's great fruit from it. Um, and because that fruit is set in, in a life of prayer, um, it's good fruit and it's the fruit that the Lord wants. So, yeah. Yeah, we love that good fruit. That <laughs> incredible, incredible. Okay. So as Kitty mentioned, we're going to get five new missionaries next year. So if you had any tips for how to handle G Vegas, oh, <laughs> you. Um, yeah. What would you, what would you tell them? 
Um, I would tell them to befriend all the baristas at Postal. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes. We had, for context, we had all of our team meetings there <laughs> this year, and we were there every week, and we saw a lot of the same baristas, and they learned all of our names, and were just so wonderful. So, you know, if you need a good meeting place, Postal Fog is great. Say hey to Dawson and Colton for us. Yes. <laughs> I was Lindsay's friend for a long time. That's what I was known as. I was, I, I was here last year. She wasn't that fine, but... Um, <laughs> Who will I miss more? The baristas at oh. Costa Fonda. Oh, we know how. Yeah. Well, unless you buy a mug for And take advantage of the parks and the Greenway. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So enjoy and them. River Park North. Especially. And River Park North. Yeah. Hidden Gem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I tried to take, I tried to get Lindsay to go there so many times, or one time, one time, and she thought it was somewhere else and we weren't allowed to go. And then she found out it was really cool, and that was three oh, weeks ago. Oh, great team fun, team fun idea is uh, shooting clays at uh, Hunter's Point Shooting Clays. Josh Tut should be able to direct you. Um, it is so much fun, and we never did it as a team fun, but I just realized that would have been a great team fun. So that's recommended. And eat it a tavola. <laughs> Wait, isn't the shooting range in Washington? Beaufort County? <laughs> Get out of Greenville. That's uh, <laughs> Go to New, go to Newburn. Newburn is great. We love Newburn. Don't want to stand by anywhere. Yeah, avoid uh, anywhere. <laughs> Don't let your Bible studies do nose goes to pray. <laughs> yes, that is. Set a set a timer for highs, lows, and God moment. What's that, Katie? Set a timer for highs, lows, and God moment when yeah. everyone wants to just talk. <laughs> and if you have my Monday night Bible study, make sure they say more than, oh, yeah, it was a good week. Mm. So, <laughs> not like this one. Really good. That's what I would say. Making that wasn't acceptable either. When you ask the question, how are you? And they say, I'm good, ask them why they're good. <laughs> get uh, get familiar with TikTok. Um, Very all important. The hand motions that come along with it. Hand motions. The, oh, the, the hair, the hair the behind the Yeah, all the quotes. The Newman Insta is is the place to be. <laughs> Very uh, needs to be active. Make sure you use it and you put a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. We had multiple people come and ask how they hear about this. I saw it on Instagram. I was like, wow. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, do Katie and Mallory have any tips for the new missionaries? Don't listen to what they said because I wanna I'll teach you my own ways. <laughs> I wanna I wanna show you around. Oh, suck dogs is the best. <laughs> Prepare yourself for Why your is life. A sin? <laughs> what? Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> no. Um yeah, except off slaps. Blackbeard has the best hot chocolate. Mm. Coastal Fog just beats it in every other way, so that's unfortunate for Blackbeard <laughs> during the summer. Except for the other day when I went and I got hot chocolate. So, kind of weird. I don't know why I did that. Anywho. Um, oh, and all these missionaries, they set up for mass. They do all the readings. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> no, we don't know. And they're Eucharistic ministers, and we expect you to do that as well. Mm. So just get ready. Learn, learn how to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that was a tip. Uh, it's a demand. <laughs> okay. I don't think I really have any tips for them right now. Um, focus missionaries are going to ha just have to talk to me about it in August, you know, because I, mean, I haven't been in the campus since August, but I think everything I said. Um, was all really good and I'm sure I'll have more stuff for them when they come in August. Um, but my last question before we move on to the next section of the podcast is if Mallory and I, your wonderful students at ECU, had a warning label come with us, 
um, what would our warning label be for each individual person? Is this as a duo or that would be ages long? <laughs> Emma's about to come at me right now. <laughs> Mallory's would be prepare, prepare to be introduced to a whole new world of language use and, uh, and, uh, and uh, phrases that you've never heard before. <laughs> Warning, they contain Disney references. <laughs> we love Disney. Uh, Mal would also be uh, hide her emotions with humor. <laughs> <laughs> she told me I should say that. I said you would. I didn't say anything. Where's the football team? First, no, try to say something nice. I'm so uh, well, Mal used to be, does not like eggs. I That's don't like eggs. I think our introduction to the new missionaries, we need to have just have a whole production, like a presentation, and then like we have an intro with kazoos. I think that that's how we should come in. Just get the living crap out of these missionaries and make them think, what did I get myself into? That is how we should introduce ourselves. Cool. You still do that thing where you have to count how many times you say a phrase. No, oh, see, John, John's a real fan. He, oh, he's listened back to the old episodes. That, we should do that again, because now I have a lot of new catchphrases this year. So I should That's my tip for the missionaries. You need to learn our catchphrases and then apply them into your own daily language. <laughs> I was going to give a warning, but it's for Anya. So like, that's a real, Ooh, I'll say, cool. we'll remember everything you say, oh, yeah. so be careful. <laughs> We're just gonna go around just sharing like favorite memories from the year. So they better all be just about me, is all I'm saying. Um, so I don't, yeah, this can be as long or as short as you guys want. Yeah, go. Just get on with it, okay? <laughs> I guess I can go. Um, beginning of the year, I really liked our Labor Day Beach trip, that was a ton of fun. <sighs> I got so to know the Vagabonds, and I got to know a lot of the students. Uh, Vagabonds is a uh, high school version of Focus, essentially. not They're not actual Vagabonds, just for all of your listeners. And uh, <laughs> um, then Seek was really, really great. Um, had a really, really great time with all the students in Raleigh. That was just so cool to be able to pull that off. Um, and... My wife's birthday was a lot of fun. That was so fun. That was, that was pretty great. Was and also so that you could be surprised three times the same Literally. Day. <laughs> I'm a bit gullible. <laughs> I like, uh, yeah. So that was, those were, those were some highs for me. I thought you were going to say um, when you found out Anya had been stealing from your apartment for <laughs> and then she gave you all of those. And that's like, a high? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a high for everybody It was. <laughs> I'm not a Hi, you've been robbed. This is good for you. <laughs> We're trying to humble you, okay? Did you not listen to what Lindsay said earlier? Really, you're drunk. Exactly. I think the one moment I remember really enjoying was when Father Juan Diego came. Uh, so, Franciscan Fire the Renewal priest uh, came and visited for a weekend uh, from out of New Mexico uh, to say some masses, to offer times for one-on-one, that kind of 
but he gave a, a couple of good talks. Uh, I mean, both his talks were good. He gave a couple <laughs> talks, and they were good. Um, but he talked a lot about mission, because uh, a lot of what the Franciscan friars are going to do uh, is serving the poor. Uh, so he did stuff in Nicaragua, in Honduras, and uh, just hearing him speak uh, into the beauty of serving the poor and like how the face of Christ is in the poor was a really cool moment. And also just students came out to, to see this, this holy man. Uh, and then afterwards we had pizza. <laughs> and what's that game with the, the family? Families. Oh yeah, and then Sam crushed it. And I was like, <laughs> how does he know us so well? He keeps guessing that to me accurately. Uh, that whole night and, and weekend was, I think, really good. One of my highlights from the year um, was going to visit Katie in Chapel Hill. Mallory and Ani and I took a day and we went to go see Katie. And it was just so fun because we hadn't seen her since like, well, she left in August, but then we saw her in January. So at that point, we hadn't seen her in like three months. Um, so it was just really good to see her. And she did such a great job showing us around and giving us a tour of her town and everything. It was just so fun. Um, I think another high. Um, so I did Bible study superlatives for my Monday night Bible study (laughs) (laughs) as our end of the year dinner. Um, and it was just really fun for me to make them. And I think they all thought they were funny and liked them. And so it was just a fun, just that whole night, um, at our going away dinner was really fun to be able to give them their superlatives. (laughs) That was another high. (laughs) I think... A lot of my favorite uh, memories have Mal in them. So Mal and I went on, like, what, three different road trips? Several <laughs> different three? road trips. Maybe just two. Yep. We went to Florida. Belmont. And Belmont. Was that it? Well, we went to Raleigh and a New couple Bern. times. And New Bern. See, we went a lot of places. Uh, and I enjoy every time I get to hang out with Mal. So that's my makeup trip. My warning I think Seek was really awesome. I think that I had admittedly low expectations for Seek <laughs> and it ended up being really, really great. And just seeing how everyone loved it so much um, was really cool. Um, I feel like a lot of my favorite memories are just little moments, mm-hmm. like just little like post-rosary breakfast, like going to IHOP or just being just hanging out in in Newman and just mm-hmm. the funny conversations that we had or um I think your birthday weekend was really fun Oof. dinner was really Something. awesome and yeah I feel like it's just like the little conversations here and there that are really like my favorite points so yeah yeah those were a lot of my favorite too all yeah that y'all mentioned I was thinking um when you mentioned Father Juan Diego I was thinking about when we um surprised you for your race race. that was so fun that was such a great day that was a really great memory or um the first time we tried to go to the country doctor museum (laughs) i've never been before that was so fun and then i just got to go to the country doctor museum yesterday and it is awesome 10 out of 10 recommend you have to go um yeah but also just the little moments have been so cool i think the beautiful thing about this semester this year and COVID and online classes is that my schedule has been a lot freer than it typically would have been so I got to go to mass every day so I've been hanging with these missionaries a ton this year so um that's just been really beautiful and such a gift um I was thinking about I love playing basketball with y'all that is so fun <laughs> pig especially um when Emma beats me. Yeah, I would say that was my high of the year. Yeah, yeah. not my best moment. Because I, I was very pregnant, still very pregnant. So I was very pregnant and was in the dress, and I still beat them all. So. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. Uh, yeah, but yeah, those are definitely some of my favorites for sure. Another favorite that I thought of is we went to the pumpkin patch at the oh, beginning shit. of the year, like in fall. Um, we had a group of like 10 girls who went to the pumpkin patch and we tried to ride the little cow. (laughs) (laughs) This whole pumpkin patch was, I think, geared towards a much like lower, uh, younger demographic than we were expecting it to be geared at. Still a great time when we got pumpkins. It was great. But there was like the little cow trolley thing, a little motorized 
cow thing. I don't know. If you've been to a pumpkin patch, you know what I mean. But we all tried to ride in it and most of us didn't fit in the in the seats and they were about to leave, but then another employee came over and very angrily told us to get out. <laughs> so guess you got to go. We got in trouble. I think we got the driver of the tractor in trouble yeah. too. So sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> that was thanks for trying. Yeah, but that good day that was besides that. Yeah. That was so cool. You got to come pick me up at my house. Yeah. That was so fun. You got to see the mount. What a great time. Oh, yeah. That was that was incredible. But um mm-hmm. you know that that tractor thing was really fun to go around because I was in like yeah, a couple people were yeah. in like the adult sized ones, so they were still able, and then like one or two girls were in the child sized ones, and they still fit. Oh, so no, a couple no. people, <laughs> a couple people still got to ride the cow thing. <laughs> Dang. Um, I think for me, some of my favorite memories from the year, I don't have many on campus, but I do still have some. Um, when Mallory and I first got back to campus, uh, when we saw Emma for the first time, I was so excited because we were going to have our first upper room of the year and Emma was going to pick us up. And I was just like, my heart was racing. I hadn't seen Emma since like March and we see Emma and she like drives right past us. And just like booking it. Cause like, we're like, Oh my God, we just saw Emma. Holy cow. And we were just so excited. And I was like sitting next to her in the car. I was like, Oh my God, she's right next to me. And I hadn't seen her in months. So I was just so happy to finally be back with everybody. And then I was obviously super, super nervous like meeting everyone for the first time I had met Joseph like once or twice my freshman year so I was like eh, Joseph you know he's cool and then we Mallory and I walk in and John's like oh wow it's Mallory and Katie <laughs> And we were like, oh, what do we do? This is so awkward. Like, what are we going to do? And Mallory's so freaking nervous because she's meeting like this new Lindsay. Like, who is she? And she's freaking out. Like, Mallory did not know what to do. Um, But we had a really good time. And that was awesome. Just getting to meet the missionaries for the first time, hearing them talk. Um, We got deep real quick with like talks and questions. um, So that was really awesome. Um, And then later on, like a week later, um, Lindsay and Emma had organized a group to go get coffee in the park. Um, And that was just really nice. And the boys had crashed that they were playing like football and Frisbee, like a couple feet away from us. But it was still nice to like, get to know Lindsay and Monica and catch up with the other girls. That was really cool. Um, Like Emma said, uh, having Mallory and Anya and Emma come out to Chapel Hill in April, that was awesome. Getting to show them my home parish and some of the sites of Chapel Hill was really fun. And then also, I've been leading a Bible study for over a year now. And as my sophomore year has now ended, I've been able to do a lot of reflection on how I've grown. And I think that I've grown a lot in my confidence skills. I'm planning my own Bible studies, you know, reaching out to girls, having one-on-ones. And I think that being on campus next year, building up those relationships is going to be one of my biggest goals. And just leading these women to Christ is going to be really big for me. And I'm obviously really grateful for all my folks, missionaries and encouragement and all the prayers that you guys have, you know, given me. So thank you for that. Um, another highlight for me is Emma and Joseph's relationship talk in November. Um, I thought that was really great. And little did we all know, Emma was pregnant in that. So we didn't know. Um, but again, I think Mallory and I both had this on our list of like, like memories of the year but when Emma texted Mallory and I like I have news for you and then she sends us a picture of like her and Joseph and the ultrasound and we were freaking out like oh my god Emma's pregnant like what the heck and we were just oh my gosh and every time I saw Emma she's getting bigger and bigger and she's like yelling <laughs> and this is beautiful and I was like oh my god she has a baby so yeah that was awesome I had really good memories of this year even though I wasn't really there yeah, the we pregnancy. Yes, that was so good. That yeah. was so good. I think, I think honestly, you being pregnant was a highlight of like everyone's <laughs> ear finding out. That was, that was crazy. I, I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast earlier, but my, I just had got my wisdom teeth out and <laughs> I see this text come down that, like, oh, I have news for you. I'm like, no way. And then Lindsay starts FaceTiming me like at the exact second. 
So then I pick up Lindsay's FaceTime and then I like put her on pause to go see what Emma said. And then I start screaming so loud that my stitches popped out. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I think about that announcement, it kind of makes my mouth hurt. No. <laughs> um, that was so fun. And then no one else knew and knew and for like, oh, so two hours, I was dying. I was dying. But then as soon as she posted on Instagram, I FaceTime Anya. I'm like, have you been on Instagram in the past seven minutes? <laughs> and she's like, no, why? I'm like, go on it now, but I need to see your face. And she's like, I knew it! And like, freaks out. And then I got on like a group FaceTime with a bunch of girls from Newman. And uh, girl, yeah, like, I was not invited. I'm like, your phone would be blowing up. You never pick up anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing consistent with my focus, don't pick up the phone. Um... But yeah, so then I'm on FaceTime with a bunch of girls and we're all just screaming that Emma's pregnant. That was definitely a high for sure. It was a good night, very good night. And of course, the Lindsay knew like, why are you screaming? And she knew that Emma was pregnant. And so everyone else was just fighting out for the first time. <laughs> Lindsay didn't know because she thought I was screaming because well, I didn't gonna tell me. I didn't know <laughs> that Emma had told you guys because we, John and I had known for a couple months. They told us while we were in Father Ian's office and we like screamed, or I, I don't know, John screamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like, shh, it's on the DL. And I was, but it, was, it, was, it was hard to keep. There were many times. I did a great job. There were many times that I almost was like, oh, it's But no, when I FaceTimed Mallory because I had COVID. <laughs> and Mallory gets on the phone and she's like screaming and she's like, Emma told me. And I'm like, Emma's told you I have COVID? Like, why am I? I was like, Emma, Emma. And she's like, don't you what? And I was like, she's like, I have COVID. And like a minute and 30 seconds before, I was like half asleep listening to a podcast and like everything Also, I just have a couple more questions. So missionaries can go around and say, what were your first impressions of Mallory and I? Oh, okay. This isn't fair. It's hard. I, I was scared. I was scared. I didn't talk to Lindsay the first time. Mallory, you can't influence Lindsay's impression. We've already talked about this. I didn't even look her in the eyes, man. Well, my first interaction with Mallory oh, was yeah. over FaceTime because Jim, Jay, and I went to OSU together and we saw each other in the summer so we FaceTimed all together and my first impression <laughs> then was oh she's really funny she uh says a lot of like hip oh. things that I don't understand <laughs> man I'm getting old <laughs> <laughs> but then when I met her in Greenville I was like oh this chick does not like me she's oh. like won't look at me yeah I literally was like this she, she, yeah, one of my, oh, one of the, she's, she misses MJ and I'm the new girl and she doesn't want to miss me. But then we got coffee and that was like my real proper impression of Mal. And I walked away from that being like, dang, I love her. And yeah. this is going to be a good year. My first impression of I guess we have been at Upper Room. Um, and I just thought you were really nice. And I thought you were really cute. And Aww. yeah. I don't know if there's anything like, you know, in your face about it, but yeah, I, I like you. <laughs> I like you too, Lindsay. Lindsay's probably had to be back so long. I don't know. Y'all for so long. I mean, it was at a front at Daryl's, at the stills. Am I a bad disciple? I don't remember the day that I met Emma. Like, I just feel like we always hung out all the time. And I'm like, I don't remember the exact moment. I'm in your car. I'm like, who is this girl? And I hopped in your car to go to Mellow Mushrooms from New Oh, So yeah, I mean, also just thought you were really sweet and really nice and great and like 
easy to talk to. Um, you accepted my invitations to hang out, which was awesome. I, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a plus in my book. Um, yeah, I think I get, yeah, just even in some of our first interactions, we just tell that you like wanted to grow and we're just excited to be part of Newman, which was cool. And I was like, I'm excited to be here too. So it was great. Um, and then for Mal, yeah, I guess we talked at the Mel Mushroom thing and we talked about Disney. I'm sure that made a good first impression. I like it. But then my like, <laughs> my first like real interaction with you, I think was at the Father's House Retreat wasn't it? I was thinking more along the lines of the haunted, of house? The haunted house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So last year you went to this like, <laughs> This probably is like way more impacts your impression of me Honestly, than my impression my of you. Um, I don't know what I thought of you because I made you go first when we were Literally, terrified. So she's like, irrelevant. <laughs> she's younger. She can run that. I guess I thought you were like brave or I no, was just like, why are you brave? Because we made MJ go first and then she was like, no ma'am. And then I was like, I guess I'm Yeah, so that was like my first like real interaction with you. I don't remember. I don't really remember what like impression it was. I guess that you're just like, you'll just say yes to things. Because yeah, yeah, we <laughs> didn't know that's the Because we made you go first and we didn't really, I didn't really know. I can't remember when I, I met you. I have so I, I have no memory. Um, but um, I'm sure it was great. No. Whatever your impression was. Katie, when did I first meet you? It was into the woods um that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't remember anything about that, but uh, wow, I remember the interaction. I'm sure that both of you were very kind no. and wonderful and just charming as ever. I just have no memory of it, um, which probably is good because I everyone that I am very close to now, I have no memory of the first time meeting them. I don't even know when I first met my wife. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's the bad impressions that stick out. And okay. Wow. Nothing's sticking out, so that's good. That's pretty. Okay, that's good. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember meeting her. You remember? Yeah, it's not as long mm-hmm. to remember for me. It was the uh, the FaceTime we did and we played oh, Scribble. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, I do remember that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, am I going to draw on my laptop? This would be hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, first impression, because uh, we both at the same time, and I felt more concerned of like, I don't know, because I was also kind of interacting with my team as well. So uh, it was like a really, really like, oh, these are the students that are involved, and they seem really good friends with each other. They seem pretty high energy. Yeah! Um, <laughs> I was so scared. That was, that was also terrifying. And they they communicate in references, and I don't know most of them. I don't know if it's an inside joke, pop culture reference, or like something yeah. they made up. Yeah. 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 What does Michael Scott say? Like about an inside joke? Well, he wants to be. Uh, like, uh, part of it. But then in, in meeting both of you in person, that was that was a room. Uh, and yeah, similar along the lines of like, oh yeah, Katie's like very sweet, and she's like very very encouraged to like um live like as she's clearly experiencing like oh what do i do with with covid and, and like the concern was like around mission she was like how can i have a mission well with covid so like, damn this person like really really wants to be that kind of friend uh and so yeah similar thing with mallory too of like i want or mallory saying i want like this to be a good year not just like so I can have fun, or so I can just like be friends with these people who happen to be Catholic. So I want to live out my Catholic um, in like my obviously quirky Mallory way, <laughs> so, AKA fast forward like 10 months and we're sitting in the living room doing a podcast. <laughs> Amazing. Dang. I, re- I remember about that Zoom thing that you liked Harry Potter, I was really mm. excited about that. John's Wi-Fi kept cutting out, so it was just like, oh, I'm in John! <laughs> I'm like, who is John? John! 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 It was foreshadowed. Yeah, it's crazy. And also how you knew I was from Alaska and like that internet. <laughs> That's all I knew about you, was that Emma told me you had a beard and that you're from Alaska. 
convinced that you were full time sorry. <laughs> Mallory, that's not true. Do you remember what we maybe this will be cut out, but we definitely stalked down John before John, we actually knew who John was. I'm clean. I'm no, we stopped Lindsay and we already knew John. There was literally nothing on him. We looked him up the other day at study hours and it's not John. It's his grandpa. <laughs> He's on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You, we can't like scroll you scroll down. down like four photos and I'm in ninth grade. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, we did stop him. Yeah. I think my first impressions of the missionaries, again, I don't remember the exact moment I met Emma, but. I'm sure one of them was like, oh my gosh, this girl has an amazing voice because the beginning of my freshman year, the Focus Missionaries did music. And I was like, wow, it's so pretty. And then she was like, hey, like you should sign up for Bible study. And obviously I said, yes, because I want to grow closer to Christ. Um, and then we would go out and get coffee and hang out. And I was like, wow, like she's a really good friend and also just like a really great teacher. And then that's the way our friendship kind of bloomed. Um, and then my first impression of Joseph was just through things that I heard from Emma. She was like, yeah, Joseph is coming into town and like, we do, we're, we're going to go on a date. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then like, I met him in person the night of Into the Woods. And I was like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous. Like, I've heard all these things about him. I hope he's nice. And of course he was really nice. Shook my hand, you know, firm handshake. It wasn't like one of those lax handshakes. It was good. So, you know, like, he's good. Um, and then, you know, he treats Emma. Yeah, you did. I mean, this is pre-COVID, so you can shake hands and it's like, okay. So, um, but obviously he treats Emma amazing. So obviously gets my approval. Um, and then first time I met Lindsay, I totally forgot about this FaceTime that we did about before the school year, but I was like, wow, she's really nice. She likes Harry Potter. She's a coffee addict like me too. So I know that we'll bond. And then the first time I met John, I was like, wow, he gives me serious Corey vibes, but like, <laughs> but like, like lower key, like just like chiller Corey. Like you're let. I mean, I love you, Corey. If you're listening, I haven't. <laughs> John is like, like chiller. And I didn't get to know him that well, but like from people that I've heard, like he, he talks, you know, like about Jesus a lot and he's like really chill. I hear he makes amazing pancakes. So when I found out that you're not coming back to campus, I was really butthurt. Cause like Mallory <laughs> talks about you all the time. And I was like, no, but yeah, I'm going to miss you guys. And I'm so sorry. I was not there this year. My pancakes made it on the podcast. Wow. <laughs> this is definitely a highlight for the pancakes. I'll go really quickly. Um, Emma, I don't remember. What? I was like, point. dang, they're really putting me. I'm like, I'm a freshman. And <laughs> no, it was like, why are you listening to Broadway musicals on the way to the like, haunted <laughs> house? And that was kind of weird. But um, no, you like Disney, so that was dope. Um, and I did love your singing. I like, I remember one of the first advice that you said that was pretty great. Remember Joseph? I, your, my first impression of you was through text when Emma and I carved the pumpkin. Oh, yeah. And he thought it was, what? Well, tell them what we carved. We carved the Cheshire cat, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. And I sent a picture to Joseph and he was like, you carved Obby, which is the Auburn mascot. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> Irrelevant. I was like, break it off. Break it off. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> no, wait. Oh, my gosh. Let's see what you want to see. It's orange, huh? Yeah. And then Lindsay, yeah, we met over FaceTime. Because um, MJ and I FaceTimed over the summer, and I remember being so nervous. And then MJ just left. Like for this like portion of the conversation, I'm like holy freaking crap. So then I I don't I kind of blacked out. I don't really remember it at all. And then yeah, you like Harry Potter and you like coffee, and I was like, well, can't really know the coffee, but Harry Potter class. So that was cool. And then John, I remember, I remember your Wi-Fi kept cutting out. I remember you had a pretty dope beard, and I thought that was cool. And you were from Alaska. I know you don't like it, but like, it's kind of cool that you're from Alaska. I think it's pretty dope. Is but it true that it doesn't actually get dark in Alaska? That like, it's not like, like the sky's not full yeah. of dark? <laughs> 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 I'm 
Um, just to close, I thought, I mean, I don't know if you guys have time, but if you want to talk about your summer plans and just like close it up that way. The future. Oh, yeah. And then John and we should all say like where we're going. So we're doing something. That's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't start. Um, Joseph and I are moving back to Mobile. Um, our baby is due in early July, so that is the majority of my summer plans. <laughs> Before baby comes, um, since last year we got married, um, in May of 2020, um, and because of COVID, we had like 10 people there, um, and no big reception or anything. So, because all of our deposits, <laughs> we can get them back, we're having a first year anniversary party this May. Um, so May 22nd, we're having a party with some friends and family who are going to be able to come, which we're really excited about. Um, and then, yeah, after that, it's just going to be getting ready for baby and then having baby and then learning how to take care of baby. <laughs> same thing as Emma so, I mean, because I will uh, I will be forced to go to work um, no, I will get a job in Mobile area or at least in deep south um, I studied engineering so I'll go get an engineering job and uh, yeah and then all of the exciting things for welcoming a little girl in July sometime so Awesome. Um, I will be going home to Texas uh, and spending most of my summer staying with my parents. Um, I'll be doing a hike in Colorado with a few friends uh, in June. I'll be turning 25 in June as well. Big girl. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going on a mission trip to Mexico City in July. Um, with focus, which will be really awesome. I'm very excited bringing two girlies uh, from here, Josie and Amelia, and that'll be really fun. And then in the fall, I am moving to DC to go to Catholic University of America to get my master's in social work. So if any of you uh, loyal <laughs> listeners are in the DC area, hit me up because I need friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and for me, the only one continuing uh, staff with Focus, uh, I'll be going up to Bismarck, North Dakota for our staff training, just two and a half weeks. And then post that, plans to um, go home to Alaska, uh, see the fam. Um, post that, I'm not sure there'll be like a few weeks to like putz around America, I guess. <laughs> Maybe there's like, Place I can crash. Any loyal listeners who have a cool place <laughs> so I could crash at. Um, but yeah, there'll, there'll be a bit of free time before I go to my new campus, um, which will be at Western Washington University. Uh, so, you know, now I'm going to be close to Canada. And so I feel like <laughs> the year I spent getting used to the hot weather will now transfer into me spending another year getting close to the cold weather. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Uh, we're looking forward to a mission there. I don't know my team or 
and stuff. I don't know that stuff. So that's like kind of an unknown future. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's future I'm looking forward to and hopefully it's a, uh, it's a good fit and just, uh, yeah, all that stuff is good. Very nice. What about you, Mal? No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> that can also be under that. <laughs> Cool beans. Bye and Katie, what are you yeah, doing? Nice Kitty Duff. My summer plans consist of summer classes starting the 17th. I'm taking a medical terminologies class um, at ECU and then at my local community college, I'll be taking an anatomy and physiology class. Um, and then potentially another summer class. Um, maybe I just want to keep myself busy, keep my brain, you know, learning stuff. And then in August, I start my junior year. Um, I'm intended nursing and I apply for nursing school um, this fall. So hopefully I'll get in and I'll start in January. So all big stuff coming up. Um, hopefully I'll get to see some friends. I'm actually seeing a high school friend tonight. Shout out to my, one of my many friends named Emma. Um, I'll be going out to see her tonight. Um, taking the HESI, which is um, the nursing entrance exam on Tuesday at 10 a.m. So if anyone is listening to this before that time, please send up a prayer for me because I'll need it. And yeah, what about you, Mallory? Yo, that. I good, good luck with those classes, man. Those sounded pretty tricky to me. <laughs> yeah. God bless. I will be in Colorado all summer. Um, I'm gonna be doing Focus's summer projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so hyped for that. It's gonna be dope. I'm gonna be working at the resort called the Broadmoor. I'm gonna be an attendant at this Parisian cafe that sells some pretty dope chocolates apparently. So I'm pretty excited about that part. Um, and yeah, so I'll just be with people that love Jesus all summer and that'll be exciting. I'll be in spiritual direction, Bible study, discipleship, all that good, good focus stuff. So, oh my and Jesus. Um, not Catholic church. Right? You know what I mean. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, pretty exciting. So I'm gonna be leaving um, the earliest May 16th for that. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much to our amazing 2020 to 2021 focus missionaries. We thank you so much for your time on the podcast and for everything that you've done on mission this year at ECU. Um, we wish you well in your future, wherever you may go. May God bless you all. Thank you. Class and listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you want to shout out? Did we want to do? I was like, Shall do we, we all want to do shout outs? Thanks for tuning in. Shout out to my mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shout out my mom. And dad. <laughs> <laughs> my mom and dad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Just like stupid big long list. Shout out to Rob and Al. Hope you guys are listening. What's your to Oscar speech? Oh my goodness. Uh, do, 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 do. That's <laughs> where they do the whole wrap it up, wrap it up. Wow. I think John. I think John. I think John. John, John, oh, John, 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 she knows who she is. Who was this mystery girl? I just respect your privacy. I don't. Quite a gentleman. Shout out to my papa and my mama and my brother. And if you all listen to this,
have any other yes. ECU listeners. Um, and if you're not plugged in with Focus at ECU, uh, what are you saying? <laughs> shout out to the next Focus missionaries. Shout out to Jesus <laughs> and God and Mary and Joseph. <laughs> um, Father Ian. Miss Sylvia. Miss Sylvia. Oh, <laughs> uh, Everybody who got us where we are today. Dr. Curtis. Awesome. Thank you, Vince, for letting me know. Vince is all we need. Wow. Good talk. Wow. <laughs> On that note, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'm just going to end this because that was a lot. Don't you say the whole thing together, though? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what did we say? Remember, you are precious, beloved. And something, something else. else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>